Hello and welcome back to episode 5 of the Branding Beauty Podcast, your go-to podcast for all of the latest beauty news and social media news. I'm back again today with my co-host, Kira Lynch. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. I'm good. I've got a large coffee beside me, so I'm ready to I'm ready to chat all things beauty. I am honestly so looking forward to today's episode. It is all about AI and the beauty industry, how it's changing. I feel like this is a really big subject for us. I think you and I take a big interest in it. So it's gonna be fun to just have a look through all of our stats today and all of the news that we have to share with everyone. But before I go into that, Kira, how has the last week been since we last saw each other? Yeah, it's been good. It's been, um, I feel like such a broken record when I say it, but it's been busy. It has been busy and it's been good. I'm feeling really productive. Really? I'm feeling really productive the last few weeks. Um, which is good because you always kind of start the new year mm-hmm. with like, I'm wearing to go and I've got all these plans. But then it kind of gets to like February and they do kind of start to like trickle back into old habits. But no, I've been I've been good at staying on top of things. Um, I'm one of those people where when things are crazy, actually, I kind of tend to be more organized with my work. I feel like you kind of get forced into being more okay. organized. Um. So that's where I'm at. Uh, how's your week been? It's been good. Do you know what? I feel like last week, maybe the last two weeks were mega busy. And I feel like I say that all the time, but I definitely was like struggling to get bits done. Yeah. But I think this week yeah. I feel a lot more on top of it and back into a routine again, which is so nice. I think January was just such a long month and those last few weeks completely dragged out I was done with January so I think that messed up my whole productivity thing but we're we're back yeah. on a roll now again so it's good yeah that's good yeah it's good to hear that like your stressful couple of weeks like had an end point did I see you went to stay in a really lovely hotel the weekend I did me and my friend my best friend we were literally it was Friday night and we were like okay we've got to do something because we were just having a boring few weeks of just doing the same old thing all the time going for a walk or going for dinner whatever so we were like oh my god let's just do something different so we booked ourselves into the imperial hotel for saturday night got to the check-in desk kira and you're one behind the desk she was like just to let you know i've given you a complimentary room upgrade so you're in a suite oh my I love that oh my god did you feel so glam oh I walked into that room I was like yeah you have made it it was stunning oh it was so fab and it was so comfortable like we had such a girly night we had face masks and we had we just got takeaway we went out for a cocktail and went for a walk around the city and it was honestly the nicest weekend it was so so good Oh, that's lovely. You're a little tourist in your own city. Literally. And you know what? I actually love doing that. I love going to the city yeah. for the weekend and just having a complete break. Didn't bring the laptop, brought absolutely nothing with me. Barely even went on my phone. It was, yeah. oh my God, I'd highly recommend anyone to do that. Oh, I love that. It was gorgeous. Yeah, that's really good. That's such a, a last minute, like, self-care treat, isn't it? It is, and it's so unlike me as well, because usually I'm quite bad at doing things last minute I kind of get nervous but this time we were just like okay okay, just do it it's fine we'll go with it and we'll see how we get on and it worked out so so well so I'm picking up on that that you're a planner I am a little bit when it comes to those things I definitely am like I don't mind going out for a last minute dinner or whatever but like those last minute hotel stays or maybe you book a trip last minute I'm like I get nervous Mm. but then when you actually do it and you come out the other side you're like oh my god I need to do more of this are you one of those people if you're going on a trip you kind of need to know what you're doing like have a bit of an itinerary for each day or like it depends I I think sometimes I have a routine like when I do go on holidays I know I'll get up 
or I'll go first and I'll go for a swim or I'll go for a walk by mm-hmm. the beach or whatever. But then there's also times where I love just taking a bit of a chill pill and seeing what the day brings. Because I think when I yeah. go abroad as well, I'm not always the kind of girl that needs to go to every single tourist spot. I love trying to fit yeah. in with the locals and do what they do yeah, kind of a thing. Yeah. So yeah. I think it depends on the holiday. What are you like? I probably would stress a lot of people out because I'm so laid back when I go anywhere. Like I might might not even know. Like there was one time I was like, I don't even know if I'm flying into the same airport as my friends. I haven't (gasps) even checked that. And I'm like, I'll figure out how to get from the airport when I land kind of thing. Um, And I think that comes from like with the agency stuff I have to be like so on it and have to know like everything that when it gets to like my personal life I'm really happy for other people to take the lead mm-hmm. or there be no lead or like just figure it out as we go and I and that's where I find balance yeah. and you know what I think sometimes when you don't have a plan and you just roll with things the best yeah. things always happen and it always turns out to be a really good memory too something you'll always look back on yeah yeah for sure um because sometimes when I go away with my friends like they're in Ireland I'm in London Mm -hmm. so a lot of the time I'm kind of meeting them at the other side yeah so I feel like yeah I've got this air of "Ah, I'll be grand to just meet them when I meet them so (laughs) Irish I know but then I have other friends then who are like getting on to me six months before we're going somewhere and being like oh we need to do this or we need to and I'm like oh it'd be grand I know it will be grand um it's funny like I'm getting people are getting on to me about my wedding and being like so what's the plan and blah 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 and I'm like I'm like you're way more into this than me at this stage (laughs) (laughs) but you know what it's kind of good in a way that you're not like super up the walls and stressed you're probably enjoying it more because you have a more chill mindset towards it yeah I am behind on like wedding planning though but I'm going down to see my venue um, at the end of this month. Well, I say the end of this month. It's like in a week or so. So I've got my food tasting. um, And then I have our venue. We're doing a showcase that weekend. So we're going to stay down and um, and meet loads of suppliers. So that's why I'm kind of like not too stressed. Because I feel like the things that haven't been booked might potentially be booked or at least get contacts in that area absolutely there and then following that then I'm like okay then I know what I need to like research yeah um I it's really funny but I feel like of all people you will get this right okay. I'm like I've had like nearly well look realistically a year and a half by the time the wedding comes to like plan things and I always think back when I'm really stressed, yeah. right? About like, do you remember when Khloe Kardashian got married? Oh my God. <laughs> and yeah. she got married in like 11 days or nine days or something. And I'm, I always kind of come back and tell myself, if Chloe can do it in nine days, I can you do can it in do a year it. and a half. Do you know what I mean? Like, it will be fine. <laughs> but the one big difference between Chloe and I is like our bank balance. Yes. So, you know tomato tomato <laughs> oh my god it will be fine that's such a good comparison actually I didn't even think of that I know comparing myself to Kardashian who <laughs> do I think I am so funny oh my god do you know what it'll all be worth it in the end oh my the god the way I see it is everything always works yeah. out so if you don't get your plan a you know fine you you get your plan b Mm -hmm. or your plan c or whatever but you'll always get something that you're happy with you're not going to settle on something that's like really not what you love and I think everything works out for a reason like I didn't get my like the one photographer I really wanted and this is my own fault I didn't get on to him soon enough but then at the same time he was completely booked for the year but he could have been booked for that year before I even got engaged Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like don't beat yourself up about it it could have been out of your control anyway absolutely it all works out in the end yeah it does I've got Neil from the team doing like wedding content creation for me oh no way yeah so that would be really lovely um yeah today's episode I mean 
look as you said in the intro AI is everywhere I think we're kind of honing in on the beauty element but it is everywhere like I think even every conversation we're having be it with new business existing clients from content creation to product development to like even how we're recording this podcast to be honest we're using an AI software which has allowed us to kind of be more proactive with video so I think it's really everywhere isn't it it is and I think I've noticed it a lot more with our clients at the beginning of the year when we were doing up our strategies and stuff Mm. so many of them had questions about AI and how does it work even ChatGBT and all of these different tools and elements because I think a lot of them are only maybe now starting to see the power behind AI and they're mm. understanding it a little bit more and they're like, okay, how can I get my foot in the door here? And I think the beauty of it is it doesn't matter how big or small your business actually is. There's a, there's a gap for, uh, there's a gap for everyone. There's room for everyone in yeah. this field. 100%. Everyone can do it no matter what size your business is. And it's, there's a couple of different points that I think we're going to talk about today. I think one is just, I suppose, the platforms themselves, how they're they're even in their infancy, right? So yeah. if you think of where they're at today, they're only going to get better. They're only going to get more sophisticated and more of them will come. Like that's the ins and like that's the future of it. Um, There's also kind of like how we use it to be more productive and, you know, make use of our time. I mean there's AI again I'll use our podcast as an example because that's one that's really close to us um, and we'll get into obviously beauty examples um, when we go through our notes but you know there's many different platforms that would probably allow me to have this podcast edited in like five minutes maybe less but I think with the audio and the actual base of the episode I really like to be a little bit more I, I like to tidy it up in a certain way that comes from habit I probably need to get out of that like cutting out the ams and the ums and the yeah. pauses and and that's just kind of like how I like to edit our podcast I mean we had struggled to get into video with the podcast for a long time because of the time right the time that it takes and you know at this stage this podcast is a passion project we don't have any sponsors yet um and our our listenership is going up so I think that we will hopefully have one by next season but at the minute just can't justify the amount of time it would take to go in without like our kind of like a big team behind you and someone really dedicated which we don't currently have um so having an AI that actually has generated video like 10 videos for us in five minutes picking out like key elements of the episode based on what they think algorithms will care about like I mean it is mind-blowing it's scary when you think about it and I think that could even bring up a whole other conversation of the future of AI is it going to take over our jobs I know that it's a big thing for marketers at the moment as well is yeah how is it going to work in the future but it's exciting at the same time like it's going to help people so much I know it's helped us a lot with the videos and we know we have our set videos every week that we're going to be able to put out it gets it all ready for us we don't have to overthink about okay what is it going to look like whatever it's all sorted it's ready to go and I know that the new setup we have now has kind of been a blessing for us in a way yeah it really it's has. been a lifesaver I love it I love this new format that we have actually I know same it just makes everything a bit more easy like it's not like a slog to do the, I mean doing this podcast is never a slog but no. also it's it's what comes after it right it's the promo and I love that you touched on I suppose the the fear factor of people who work in marketing and this kind of AI taking over your job and I think copywriters maybe Mm -hmm. have kind of already experienced this with the rush of like chat GBT but like the way I kind of view it right is social media is just like I mean it's a core part of our agency so I'll take that as an example 
anybody can actually do social but what you're paying for when you work with an agency or you hire a social media manager is expertise right so they're the person who kind of knows what's trending knows what to work kind of structure everything a little bit different I find that AI will fast track your thinking in terms of like okay ideas for posts or what you can do but at the same time there is an element of like human intelligence which it hasn't replaced and I don't think it will because you know I can type something in and and write a a really like detailed brief for for ChatGPT on something or like if I'm doing something on a video AI or whatever but like at the end of the day it's that gut instinct of like I don't think that will work for the brand I don't know if I've seen anybody take something and like not tweaked it or changed it to make it like perfect for your brand um it is scary though it is really scary to think that like your job could be in jeopardy (laughs) but I don't think it's there and I think if you're a company or a business that already sees the value in investing in areas that involve agencies and things like that I think you see it as okay this just is something that helps us in a greater way absolutely and I think you're right like that human element is missing massively from AI and like chat GPT I mean if I was on Instagram now and I was scrolling through and I saw an Instagram post read the caption you'd know more or less straight away if it was written by chat GPT or if it was written by a copywriter so I think there's little things like that that it's just the I guess it's the human element like it's the Mm. naturalness of it all and even the whole strategy that we do and that we work on the AI stuff out there now doesn't necessarily have that yet I think that's the one piece that is still missing but in saying that things change so quickly around here that who knows what's going to happen six months down the line we might be seeing a completely different thing exactly yeah I think this is a topic that this episode like this episode probably isn't an evergreen episode this is something that's like of the moment and this is what we're looking at it so um what it's February 2024 exactly like you said Sarah it could be in season three we'll update on kind of like what the new AI is and what we're looking at there yeah I know and those six months are going to go mega quickly oh my god I know which is a bit scary I'll be recording the podcast going up the aisle. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> oh my God, so funny. Um, But look, while there are some kind of limitations to it, there are also some really amazing things outside of marketing, particularly within the beauty space. So I think from personalized skincare to virtual makeup try-ons, AI is revolutionizing the way that we are approaching beauty. And I think especially even looking at that personalization element, it's it's kind of been one of the things that we talk about in beauty anyway or even like in marketing if you look at email marketing okay if you can implement personalization and make it feel like you're really talking to that person it's psychology right so that's Mm -hmm. the kind of the beauty of marketing in general but AI is allowing us to take it one step further and do it in just a really advanced way um so it's reshaping like skincare routines, revolutionizing like before that before you buy kind of mentality. So I think even last week we were talking about how like we, we spoke about de-influencing and, you know, you mentioned that you're not even looking at influences anymore and you're kind of doing your own research in the kind of the sustainability element we're putting more thought behind what goes into what we purchase so I think even this element to be like informed in a much greater way before you purchase like who wouldn't welcome that oh my god for sure it's kind of it's a bit crazy what like I'm just sitting here now and I'm listening to you and I'm deeping it all yeah and I'm I'm like okay AI is completely changing the way that life is and and Mm. the way we do things and stuff but I'm really looking forward to just letting everyone know what's going on a little bit more in the beauty world today with AI and I think we have some really good examples as well I was reading through your notes last night and my notes Mm. and I think we've got some good examples to share with people today yeah perfect and I mean we are 
we don't work exclusively I wouldn't say that every yeah. single one of our clients is beauty but I think the vast majority of our clients is beauty we get um we've kind of become a little bit of a beauty marketing agency which we're not sad about because Absolutely we all not. love skincare um and yeah I think one of the things that we've been talking about with skincare for a really long time is the education piece right so it's we've all got different skin types different kind of concerns different things that we're looking to achieve with our skin like Sarah I'm 10 years older than you my concerns I lo- I'm looking at your like beautiful glowing skin right now <laughs> and I'm like okay I don't like you know you I would probably want my skin to be like that but my concerns are going to be different because my skin is at a different stage so it won't be like a one product will fit for maybe both you and I some products will because they target a lot of different things but it's really looking at that personalization and I'm loving that AI has kind of allowed that process to I suppose move forward um in a bigger way so like the the data that we're getting it's allowed brands to create like personalized routines tailored to what somebody's looking at so like their skin type concern or their preferences so it's allowing people to make those informed decisions about routines that will be targeted to what they're looking at um I sat down the other day with a esthetician and she's really amazing she's opening up this beautiful clinic in South Kensington and I was sitting down with her and we were kind of talking through and she was telling me what like she specializes in and um I was like okay and I was like geez I actually might get a consultation with you and she was like why and I was like oh I'm getting married and blah 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 and she was even just like looking at my skin being like okay well I think you could maybe start with this and blah she kind of gave me like a mini consultation there and I was just taking notes but then that was so tailored to like my skin now she did that just based on looking at me but she was like but you know like skinceuticals for example Mm -hmm. you can put your face into um this analyzer like this skin analyzer and it almost does like a prescription for you based on like what your skin kind of needs or like the the science behind it right so it's like really kind of bringing technology and science together I love that I'm like even just that alone I'm like sign me up to the treatment plan oh my god absolutely and I was I was even thinking I remember watching a vlog of course towards the end of last year with Amelia Liana and she was with Lancome in like the south of France or something and they were promoting their skincare and they actually had a machine there for all the girls you could put your face into it and it literally gave you the most detailed breakdown of your texture, your tone, what products do you need, what we'd Mm. recommend. And it's incredible. They did it in like, what, five minutes, less than that? Yeah. I mean, you can't, I think as well, not saying that you can't compete with it, but I know somebody who's gone through years and years and years of training, right? And they know skin inside out. They're probably giving you the same recommendation that these kind of like machines are giving you but there's something about like the technology it's like it's almost like you trusted that there's a trust factor not that there isn't with the person because there definitely is I would probably be taking both and seeing like oh what what would be the difference there and it, it makes sense as well right when we think about it because We're in a world today where we're constantly on the go. We don't really have time to fit in like a sit down consultation with someone. So if you have the opportunity to pop your face into a machine for five minutes and then you're done, you'll take it because we just don't have the time anymore. I feel like people are constantly on the go. We're busy. We're working. We're meeting people, all of these kind of things. So anything that can make our lives easier is always a very warm welcome I think for me anyway yeah and I think to add to that we don't have the time to also maybe do all the research and I think with skincare like how many skincare brands are there how many products are out there like it's funny my you know if you look back what 15 20 years ago it was like cleanse tone moisturize that was the three-step process and now we've got like 
you know, retinols and vit- vitamin C's and serums and moisturizers yeah. and like a 10 step, a 10 step skincare routine in the evening. And it's like, do I actually really need all of that? Cause sometimes I look at my partner and he just uses one product and his skin's glowing. I'd actually love to know your skincare routine. Mine is so basic. Mine, I cleanse, I moisturize, mm. I'll pop on a bit of serum and lip balm. I'll exfoliate every now and then or do a mask, but like I am so simple. Yeah, do you know what? I so I had really bad skin when I was a teenager. I had acne. Okay. Um and I went on Roaccutane and so my skin is quite sensitive. Um so then as I've kind of got older, my mom used to always say to me, like, the one thing you should invest in is your skincare. And I was like, okay. And it got to a point where I was like, okay, there is so much skincare. I don't really know what to do. But what I tend to do is kind of a little bit of, is it um, skin cycling, right? So yes. I kind of tend to use like different products um, throughout the week. So I'll use like, so I have two different types of um like cleansers that I use I use the cleansing balm from Nanaya love my skin loves that um I use that in the evening and the morning and then in the evenings I double cleanse the second cleanser that I use is either probably going to be Nanaya depending on like how much product I have yeah um my second one would be like Trini London um I go in with that for my second one and that kind of like deep cleans and then I do um like in the evening like one or two of the nights I'll use like a retinol then I might use like a niacinamide or I kind of just use different things as like a base layer for like an active ingredient and then I would have a serum um what am I using at the minute I think I'm using a Trini London I had a bit of a Trini London haul the other the other week so I'm kind of using a lot of her products at the moment do love Trini's products I think they are great she has a serum called bounce back serum and it's really good I have to say Mm -hmm. yeah and they do big sizes and they also do like little kind of um pots as well which are great for traveling so that's like a really like rich one that I it's beautiful um and then or else I might use the Nanaya nourishing serum um and then also I might use depending on what I'm kind of pairing it with I also use Kelsey's like midnight reset one of the evenings that's great I always use that on the weekend because that's great for like the whole kind of um unique product kind of selling point Mm -hmm. behind it is it makes you look like you've had eight hours if you haven't so it's great if you're like out on a Friday or if you've kind of but like had a heavier weekend or you've been busy or not had enough sleep um that really does work wonders um so yeah I do mix it up I also love a face mist oh I love a face mist mist. and you know what I've been loving I actually have it in front of me here now so I'll put it up on screen oh my god plug it (laughs) (laughs) I'm like a youtuber with the freaking oh my god you are (laughs) but this is a really good mask it's from Clarins from their hydro essential range Mm. oh my god you put it on at night time I have their serum as well because I got it in Pure like a few weeks ago and it is genuinely the nicest mask that you can use for your skin like I have quite sensitive Mm. skin and it can get quite dry as well but I've been using it once or twice a week and I just feel like my skin has completely changed I feel like that the new Naya Nourishing Radiant Serum and the Superfood yeah. Cleansing Balm. I've also really been enjoying the Clinique. There, it's like a cleansing balm they have as well. Oh, is it like so wash good. the day away kind of one? Yeah, yeah, I've used that before. It's good. Unreal. But I think I've only realized, I know we're delving into a whole other subject here now. I know, I but know. But you know, it's all topical. It is. I've literally only realized the importance or maybe the power of using really good skincare products in the last two or three years yeah like now I invest in my products because I know that it'll help my skin and I do the same with my makeup like there's Mm. certain products I'll always invest more money in like my foundation because I think that's really important or like a concealer or maybe a lipstick but like mascara I'll go to the drugstore drugstore so American boots I know (laughs) (laughs) for like my Rimmel mascara Uh, or Maybelline or whatever mm. but I think there are certain products that you just have to invest more money in. 
Out of curiosity, I love asking this question because I find I've never, there's a few I found that I'm like, they really, really work. I'm very particular with foundation. So I'm always like, what do you use? What what do you use for foundation? At the moment, I got this two weeks ago, maybe. It's the YSL. It's like an all hours foundation. It's one of their newest foundations. Okay, and it's good. Oh my God, Kira, it's so good. Like it's really, you can build it up. I think yeah. I prefer a more natural look. So I only put on mm. a little bit, but... The range of shades they have, first of all, are incredible. Like, I'm quite pale. <laughs> I'm mm. quite pale. So it's hard to find a shade for me sometimes. If I go into, like, boots and I go to Rimmel or whatever, yeah. it can be difficult. But, yeah. oh, my God, just everything about the foundation. It lasts really long. It gives you a nice, That's healthy so glow. You yeah. can build it up. It's incredible. And it's wor- I, for me, then, it's worth the investment when I see that, okay, it's, it's really nice and it, it works on my skin. It's funny because for years I've been an Estee Lauder double wear girl. I love it. I do. Do you know what it is though? I don't actually use a lot of it. But what I think for me is, and I've used primers, I've used like setting sprays. The foundation doesn't stay on my face, right? It's because I'm like, I think if you're working on a laptop, you're kind of like hands on the face. I just need longevity so any product that gives me that you have me as a customer so like I find with double wear I don't use as much so it doesn't have like that cakiness but I find like I actually don't have double wear on today but that's kind of been a staple for me for years um and also if you're looking for something a little bit lighter I mean it's not new news but the NARS sheer glow foundation is oh my gosh it's another amazing one there's a reason why everyone talks about it yeah they're speaking on primers though and the whole setting spray thing i'm just gonna put this out there i don't think they work that is a big it's a big controversial but you know what i don't i don't fully disagree with you i i think if I don't think setting sprays actually do their what they're supposed to do or else I'm using them incorrectly but I've tried I don't know how you could use it incorrectly but I will say one there's two primers that I have found that do actually are kind of worth trying out if you've been in fear of it okay now the first one doesn't work with every foundation um but like it definitely doesn't work with double wear but the bobby brown professional primer oh, is yes. amazing that's oh, a really, really really great one yeah I definitely rate that one um the problem is they're just quite small sizing so I mm-hmm. find like you're running out of it quite a lot but that's amazing and then the second one is the Bobby Brown one. Oh, do you they're... know the one that kind of comes in the cream pot it's like a vitamin C yes. primer one yeah that's amazing and actually Primark do a really good dupe of it. I saw that on TikTok last week, actually, mm, I think. They do a really good dupe. I yeah. used it. I actually used it recently. Um, I I was in Primark and I spotted it and I was like, oh, yeah, amazing. Um, also, shout out to Primark. Their skincare at the minute, they did a line with, I don't know if she kind of developed them. She definitely promoted it. But Simone Scribes. Yes. They, they've who, done a couple of different things together, haven't they? Yeah, and like she really, who like I will take her skincare advice because mm-hmm. she's so knowledgeable and she's a beauty writer in Ireland for anyone who doesn't know her. Um, but I do take her advice on skincare, and I tried out a couple of the Primark, um, like the retinol and the vitamin C, and they actually were quite good. I I think my favorite was the vitamin C. Really? Mm. Do you remember really like nice. a few years ago now? Alexandra Steiner brought out a collection with Primark, a skincare collection yes yeah oh my god that was insane it was it was really good I loved that collection and it was like I've sensitive skin so I'm quite nervous to try like Primark products honestly Mm, yeah but it worked so well on my skin yeah and I think look this kind of comes back to what we were talking about last week and about like the whole de-influencing thing I think there was this whole thing of like and look these these people that were particularly referencing their beauty writers right so I feel like 
they won't align themselves with products that they like they won't stand by things that they don't work which i think is a great move by primark yeah to promote their skincare is to get people who are actual beauty writers and who have that kind of um level of credibility but i was the same as you i was like oh kind of like turn my nose up at it but then you look at the people who they have kind of standing beside it and you're like well if it's good enough for her it's good enough for me exactly you know <laughs> um so yeah we got completely we off on a tangent we did. but I think it kind of does complement a lot of the topics that we're talking about anyway like we know enough about our skin now because of personalization yeah. and see how I brought it right back around there <laughs> see <laughs> can spin anything <laughs> do you want to dive into some topics from your notes Yes, for sure. Well, I think one thing I really wanted to mention, which I've really been enjoying lately, mm-hmm. is, you know, when you go on to the likes of Lancome or you go on to YSL or any of these really high-end websites now, you know, just even found, I think it's foundation.com, the whole thing of being able to find your foundation shade online now without having to go into store all because of AI like I went on to YSL yeah. last week before I went into Burn Thomas to get this foundation and I was able to put in my skin tone my texture do I have combination oily sensitive skin whatever what color is like my blood like oh, it wow. got it it got it all down to a T and so I got my shade at the end but I was obviously a bit nervous because it was kind of one of my first times finding my foundation online so I was like I'll just go into Baron Thomas now just to double check do a swatch (laughs) a swatch yeah exactly the same shade that's like that's incredible that's really impressive it is isn't it I I just love and it's it's mind-blowing when you think about it like can you imagine the amount of time that went into setting all of that up Mm, I love it and like even there's so my kind of first experience of doing something like that was do you remember um is it il maquillage the the, again similar foundation Mm -hmm. they were plaguing me they're following me around the internet is kind of how I describe some brands I'm like they're following me um and then they were like oh do the um you do the quiz kind of similar similar concept to what you were talking about but I think a lot more kind of paired back a lot more simple Mm -hmm. but kind of like looking at your skin texture what type of coverage you like your kind of skin tone blah 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 and then what it does it kind of pairs you with your perfect foundation and then they did like an intro offer and I was like you know what let's see how it goes um I think they sent me a foundation it was okay okay it wasn't like the perfect experience because I think I messed up the quiz. I think it was actually more of a me <laughs> issue than a them issue. I, because my skin tone or my skin type blends between combination and oily, depending mm-hmm. on the time of year. So like during the summer, I'm more oily. And then in the kind of colder months, then I'm more combination. So I can never really... I never really know what to put down for my skin type. And if I mess it up, I'm like, oh. And I think that's what maybe happened with my Il Maquillage one. I think I was trying it in the summer and it just wasn't really working. But then I tried, I kind of put it in my beauty drawer, came back to it a few months later and actually really liked it. So it wasn't like a flop of an experience. Yeah. But I think it could have been better. That's so, in. I'm actually the same mm. when it comes to my skin sometimes I just cannot define what's going on on this yeah. face I'm like yeah one you're like I'm... what do you need I'm like I don't know that's why I'm here doing the quiz literally I was in I was in um clinique like a f- months ago I was trying to get a new SPF and skincare and stuff and they were like so what's your skin type and I was like I honestly don't know and they were like how do yeah. you not know <laughs> like yeah, it just I changes know. all the time I don't know if I'm oily am I dry I'm dry one minute oily the next combination then the following week it just can't make its mind up I know I know and that's where like sometimes you need to know your own skin for these AI kind of technologies to really 
not work because I think they can work but like they're more detailed more personalized the more you know about your skin but I it's funny when I did one of those skin skinceuticals um I was with a dermatologist about a year and a half ago and I did put my skin into one of those like skin skinceuticals like booths <laughs> Oh and I was like so I'm so in, I'm so interested in my own skin because I'm like kind of similar to you Sarah I'm like I don't know what's going on like what do I need do I need microdermabrasion yeah. do I need chemical peels do I need this do I need that because I'll take them all but like I don't want to put because sometimes I think if you use certain things that your skin almost can disimprove um they say that like if you use anti-aging products before your skin is ready it can maybe age you and then you know there's kind of like all this stuff so I was like okay I'm really interested in doing this um like skin analysis and I put my face in and then they did it and then it came back and she's like oh yeah your skin's perfect just maybe a little bit dehydrated and I was like "Mm, I don't know if we would say perfect but I was like but what would you say and she's like well maybe you could do like a chemical peel or whatever and I was like but I don't need it. And she was like, no, you don't need it. What? I was like, so what? Do I know? Just stick with what just I'm doing then? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was like a year and a half ago. So maybe it could be time to maybe like revisit it. Um, But I find like simple things do kind of work better on my skin anyway. So like, um, like uh, dermaplaning. Mm-hmm. I feel like my skin feels great after that. Really? And then just like kind of like a medical grade moisturizers just give do give my skin that kind of hydration yeah I actually am using this really nice moisturizer at the moment I got it off look fantastic it's from this French brand it's like Embrasse I can't even pronounce it but it's incredible we should definitely link it or put it up I'll put it up on our socials actually because I think everyone needs to have this it's a moisturizer you can use it as a mask you can use it to take off your makeup you can use it as a body moisturizer It is genuinely the best product I have ever used. And it was only like 18 euro, maybe something like that. But honestly, insane. That's just a bit of a side note there, guys. Just go and get it. Oh my goodness. That is a raving review. Really good. And you can use it as a bit of a primer as well. But I thought it's like an all-in-one. Literally. But when I use it, I think my skin, like when I put my foundation on, it just looks so much better better it doesn't get cakey Mm. or anything I just have like this radiant glow almost all day I love that insane kind of like naturally leads us on to another point I was going to make about AI and I think it's not I suppose I'm blending it kind of two topics together here but it's Mm -hmm. like AI with technology so like skin technology and like LED masks and Mm -hmm. you know um they're just incredible so like the red lights the blue lights like those kind of electric masks like that kind of industry is only getting bigger like I don't know about you but I looked up I think new sculpt is one of the kind of the bigger brands um that do it I came across an ad of theirs um and I have like an led mask here anyway because we used to work like one of our brands that we used to work with I think unfortunately I don't think they're around anymore um nothing to do with us but (laughs) (laughs) but I think um I think they maybe ran out of funding I don't know um but they they had one of these masks these led masks and you put them on and depending on what your skin needs so like one was for like pigmentation the other one was for redness and then i think the other one was like if you wanted brightness so there was like all these like different colors that you use and i had the product here and i, I didn't really like think anything of it like i tried it out with create content but i wasn't kind of this is why skin cycling really works for me is because i like to switch things up and I'm always changing that's probably like you know consistency with skincare probably is one of my downfalls um of like product use but one of the girls who was in the team at the time I know she was like meticulous with it and she would like use it so over the course of like 28 days she did it before and after and I have to say it was 
incredible the difference and like we then we're like oh my god so then use that on like the client's social and put it in ads and everything and then her sales like shot up because we love it before and after but um there was like a massive difference even the fact though Kira, that you can have all of these like red light masks and stuff in your home now because you used to only Mm. be able to go to the salon to get them now you can bring them you can get them shipped to your house you're all good to go you don't even have to step outside the door I know I think yeah beauty tech and beauty kind of tools I'm I'm really into that like like every Saturday morning I spend like about 20 minutes just a little kind of cure moment get my eye patches on I get my my ice roller I've got Cairo gel uh, balls that I do under my eyes I do a face mask and I'm like that is like how I like to start my weekend I can picture you doing it as well yeah. (laughs) yeah my my boyfriend was like why are you like rubbing this big ice block on your face and I'm like it's an ice roller I'm depuffing from the week (laughs) he's like okay cool he's like you look crazy (laughs) okay (laughs) that's that honestly sounds amazing though I might have to give that a go yeah do you know what you can get them quite reasonable I did look into the um I think one of this was the face gym Oh my god! One of yes, their yeah. kind of tools for like you know the LED mask, and then yeah. they do the ones that are kind of like um, your gua sha and like steroids or whatever. But like the face gym is quite expensive. It is. I've seen so many people go to get their um, facials and stuff recently. Mm. Don't they have like a? Do they have a store in London or something? Yeah, like that? they do. Yeah, they do. A couple of my friends have got it and. Yeah, the lymphatic drainage, I think, has been the one that they've kind of said that they notice the most. Yeah. But then other ones, then they're kind of like, I wouldn't rave about that so much. Really? Yeah. You know, I think it's definitely worth trying out, though. I, I mean, so. I've not done it and I really, I would love to, to be honest. I wouldn't say no. Bit of wedding prep, Kira. Treat yourself. Prep. This is it, you know. <laughs> this is it. I'm going to just have to convince my partner that it should be part of the wedding budget. <laughs> yeah it's worth it don't just yeah. don't even worry your heart about it it's all good yeah for sure you I'm know sorry, who man. I think actually um was really a game changer when it came to AI I'm literally just thinking about it now function of beauty oh yes that was actually when a they really started, great one yeah they and really that, blew it up they really did but you know what I don't know if it's maybe just me but I feel like I'm not targeted with their ads as much same I know that they have their products in boots and stuff now they've definitely I think they were massive a few years ago I remember every single influencer would be talking about it how incredible it was I mean Lydia Lisa Mellon had a massive deal with them I'd say she was always talking about them Zoe Sugg was all of them but nowadays I don't see them as much anymore but I think they definitely paved the way for the whole thing of like doing your online quiz and then being able to Mm. really get down to greater detail about what exactly you need for your hair and what's going to help you and stuff I just think they did such a good job yeah no I completely agree um I'm just trying to think yeah I definitely they were put on the radar for me definitely for Lydia Lee Smillen yes I think she does a really great job of like giving brands like a platform she does and she's really passionate about it as well like she'll only speak Mm. about brands she truly uses and loves which I really like yeah yeah that's interesting actually I forgot about function of beauty yeah but I think as well a lot of like hair care brands especially on the care category of like gone down this route of like okay well if your hair needs this this is what it needs whereas you know long gone are the days of just a shampoo and conditioner I kind of do skin cycling with my hair as well I do hair cycling oh, really? oh my yeah gosh. oh I, I go through them all do my mask once a week then I've got my purple shampoo then I've okay. got like my hydration then I've got like just to clean my scalp because you know you get build up of all these products oh yeah I've got like a whole routine I've got oh a God. schedule we'll have to do a whole <laughs> podcast episode on your skin cycling routine <laughs> do you know what I could make a note and um I can share it for sure I filmed this is really funny I filmed um 
we're working with we one of our ads clients um does skincare and body care and they've also asked us to like create some content for them as well like kind of UGC style content and I was like yeah no problem and then they're focusing on their body care category for the next like two three months so I was like okay brilliant so I filmed some like body care for them yesterday and it was um it, it's this body gel right that's kind of like um it's for like anti-cellulite or kind of like just freezes like your body and I was like didn't really think anything of it so I was like filming it and blah 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 and then I put it on and I was freezing I was like oh my god this gel but like I could feel my body kind of like tightening throughout the day I swear to god it blew my mind um so I was like oh my god I know what body care product I'm using before the summer I was like gonna get that all on my legs (laughs) so it's kind of like you know when you're doing the ice rollers and it kind of de-puffs so this is kind of like a gel version for your body that's insane I've never heard of a product like that before no I feel like it's like really unique um now we do ads for it and it constantly sells like every month it sells out on like fantastic um it's the power of our ads but (laughs) but like it was my first time actually trying it Mm -hmm. and Sarah was blown away I'll have to try I'll be on to look fantastic there now after this episode (laughs) oh my god yeah it's called Creogel jeez Chirogel see I think their product is spelled C-R-I-O, um, okay. but then I think they're an Italian brand, but then I think in English, what we kind of tend to say is C-Y-R-O, yeah. so Cairo or Creo, I think it's kind of either or, um, but yeah, oh my God, Sarah, it blew my mind. Oh my I was I was kind of cold all day. You I had to, to put the heating on. <laughs> you should have gotten your reaction on camera, it would have blown up all over TikTok. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, it was so funny. Um, And then I used one of their scrubs as well, as well, called the Talasso scrub. Okay. Oh, my God. So first of all, my my body was like so soft. And then I was like, and then I could feel it tightening up. I was like, this is the best body care routine I've ever used. Are you, the, are, you should become their new ambassador. So what I did was I filmed, I filmed like three videos for them and then I sent them across. But then I'm almost thinking I might follow up with them today and be like, I think I need to do more. I feel like there's, <laughs> I've got more in me for these products. Um, They're such a lovely team as well. But uh, yeah, I'll let you know. I'll let you know when they're live. <laughs> oh my God, for sure. I'll have to keep an eye out for that now. Um, Yeah, perfect. I kind of had just a couple of examples because I know we're kind of, we've been chatting for a while but just on kind of the the AI and like some examples from from brands so the first one that we've got is L'Oreal and they've got a device called the Perso so um, this is an AI powered device that customizes skincare and makeup products based on your individual needs they are using advanced algorithms um, so they can can they can consider factors such as skin type, environment, personal preferences, all in order to create a tailor-made formulations, providing consumers with a personalized beauty routine. And look, L'Oreal have the power within all of the brands that they work yeah. with to kind of like give you top to bottom, like personalized skincare, um, hair care, body care, like, and the one thing that they touched on there is environment. And I think as well, there's a big difference whether you live in the city versus whether you live in the country. And I find that like, like, so for example, I live in London. So like the water in London is really hard. Like, so I I notice a big difference when I wash my hair in London versus when I wash my hair at home in Ireland like my hair is so much softer it's styled so much easier so like I need kind of more hydration probably in all elements while when I'm in London and then obviously you've got like a lot more pollution and things like Mm -hmm. that so your skin needs a bit more of a barrier so I really loved that the person kind of like took took that into uh recommendation um Sarah do you want to talk to us about the Neutrogena option Yes, so the Neutrogena skin, it's like a skin 360, it's an AI powered skincare device and it basically 
analyzes the user's skin condition through a smartphone attachment, which is pretty crazy. And by capturing, it is, isn't it? Mm. And by capturing these high resolution images and using different AI algorithms, the Skin360 provides personalized skincare recommendations, which in turn helps users make informed decisions about their skincare routine. I feel like Neutrogena, it's not a big thing here in Ireland, but I wish it was spoken about more. Mm. I yeah they had a range um which I can't think of it right now it's like the hydro gel range I think it's the blue packaging they do some of their products um in the UK and Ireland are kind of like Europe but like not the entire range Mm -hmm. and when I was over in the states I think it was a couple of years ago um well more than a couple of years ago um since since covid i'm like i still think like a couple of years ago it was like 2018 is absolutely not um but like the last time i was over there i think i picked up a couple of those it's a particular type of gel packaging mm-hmm. it's like i'm gonna find the exact name of it um and you just can't get them here and it's an incredible product and i don't know why they don't release the whole range it's almost like they think we don't like it yeah but whenever a friend goes over now i'm like will you pick me that up Will you pick that up for me? Oh my god, really? Yeah, it's it's really good. So I have to say Neutrogena's some of their products are incredible. I mean I always see Jen go on about it actually from our team mm. when she's in the States. She'll always yeah. talk about Neutrogena. Yeah, it is it's yeah, you'd wonder why. There has to be a reason. I know. It's crazy when you be. think about it. Yeah. Anyway. guess we'll have to look into it <laughs> um and then the other example that we had is i don't really know if i'm going to pronounce the brand name all that correctly but uh forio is that how you would say it yeah forio yeah forio's luna fofo <laughs> so this is a smart facial cleansing brush that uses ai to analyze users skin and then it creates a customized cleansing routine so by syncing with the smartphone app uh, luna fofo adopts its pulsation intensity and duration based on the user's skin condition optimizing the cleansing process for maximum effectiveness like i love that I remember when this first came out and Mm. I was genuinely mind blown. Just the whole thing of like, how can a phone tell me and a brush tell me how to do my skincare routine? I know, I know. It kind of reminded me a little bit, but like that's like, this is that on kind of steroids. But you know, when like the Clinique, like Sonic cleansing brush came out. Yeah. Oh my God. That must've been about 10 years ago, eight, like nine or 10 years ago now. Um, And I was like, I have to have this. It's incredible. I'd love one of the Lunas, but they're a little outside my budget right now. They are a bit pricey. Yeah, they are. And I also don't know. Now, this is kind of more so lack of my own research as well. But like, I don't know anybody who has one. Um, So like, I haven't seen like kind of people raving about them. Mm, okay I remember when it first came out I remember seeing like Anna Saccone she was like an influencer she used to talk about them quite a bit she did a few things for them and I always used to see it and be like oh my god this is crazy I have to try it but Mm. it is the price tag that that would hold you back a bit yeah what are we talking do you know what they're priced at these days I think it's like 300 and something euro Mm, yeah that is pricey like for that for that, I would probably, I'd probably invest in the new sculpt LED mask, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is around the same price. Yeah, it's insane, but I think it's really cool. Like, what an yeah. interesting thing to bring out, and I, I'd, I'd love to see more of those types of things on the market. And it's going to be really interesting to see, like, what if in six months' time we see something similar come out for our hair? Yeah. Yeah, imagine what so that would be like yeah I'd love that actually it would be great for salons to kind of have that in their like because I know with salons selling retail is always kind of like is always a bit of a barrier yeah um or like kind of feeling comfortable to be like 
oh, do you want product or blah, 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 and kind of giving that recommendation. But it works the same way as as skin. I think people want to be told what they need. There's that education piece around it. So I think, yeah, that could be a game changer for in-salon retail. Absolutely, because I remember going to the salon a few months ago and they were asking me about my hair type or whatever and what products I enjoyed using and what products I think I should be using. And I was like, guys you take the lead here you're the professionals like I'll sit here and I'll take all of the advice I completely trust you yeah so if it's when they're washing your hair I'm always like so what way do you think my hair is (laughs) I was literally falling asleep inside in the basin practically it was so nice but I'd love if a machine like that came out that would because I definitely do struggle with my hair I just never know what the right products are to use so if there was something that could come out if there's anyone listening here please develop a machine that can really get down to the nitty-gritty of what your hair needs because I will invest say L'Oreal are on it I'd say they're (laughs) on it Sarah coming to a salon near you imagine oh my god I hope so um Okay, perfect. Well, any kind of parting words on your side before we wrap up? I'm excited. I'm excited mm. about the future of AI. I, I know a lot of people are nervous about it and there's definitely aspects of it that you would be nervous about, of course. But I think there's a lot more positives than negatives. I'm really looking forward to seeing even where we're going to be in the next three to four months because things do change so quickly, especially yeah. in the beauty world. If we look at fragrance, I know we didn't dive into it too much today, but we could even do a blog post on it. Yeah, There's a lot of positive change coming and I think we should only be excited. Yeah, no, I completely agree. While you were saying that, actually, I was thinking we could do a series on social where we go and test out some AI beauty tools. Yes, you, you hit the nail on be. the head there now, Kira. I mean, we're going to bring the podcast to video in a different <laughs> form. <laughs> Imagine like a, a freaking sheer looks vlog. Oh my God. Well, do you know what? It could work as a series. Like maybe like once a month we go and test out a new form of like AI. That would be fab. Yeah. Okay, cool. Amazing. We'll keep an eye on our social um, for that one coming soon. <laughs> um but yeah we're at socially cure agency we'll be back next thursday let me just i know i'm just gonna check what our topic is for next week um oh yes so next week we're gonna be talking about the life cycle of a beauty trend so yeah that'd be a good one fab thanks so much sarah talk to you soon thank you i'll see you next week